Hello everybody and welcome to the Australian Seller Podcast. My name is Chris Thomas and I'll be your host and this is the show where we talk about all things Amazon and e-commerce, whether it be private label, wholesale, dropshipping and how you can generate a recurring income either on the side or as a full-time gig. G'day, g'day. Awesome to have your company this week. Hey, we're actually less than a week away from the Southern Seller Fest. Uh, Regina and I are holding a networking drinks party on Thursday night sponsored by World First. So super looking forward to catching up with everybody up there. Uh, The fourth Amazon Collective Mastermind is being held in March next year on the 22nd and the 23rd and the 24th, this time in the beautiful Blue Mountains of New South Wales, and it's being sponsored by World First. You'll be joined by some of the world's biggest e-commerce sellers, as well as VIP guests, Fee Suter, and many others. So to join us, head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash collective to register your interest. Now, this week, I'm chatting to Roger and Brody Cook, who are two young Australian brothers based on the Gold Coast, who are absolutely hitting it out of the park with their blockbuster brand, Lucent Globe. After travelling the world, but sadly seeing plastic rubbish and waste in some of the most remotest, place, remotest places on earth, they decided to start an eco-friendly business selling laundry detergent sheets. Now, to give you some idea of just how big their business has become in the last 18 months or so, they spend over six figures a month on social media advertising, and they pump out a video post on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram every single day, and now expanding into the USA via Amazon. So like them, if you need help expanding your brand via Amazon, get in touch with me. Just head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Chris. Uh, now, don't forget to join my Facebook group. You know what to do there. Head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Facebook. And I'm still offering private coaching, so please head over to theaustralianseller.com forward slash Chris to book an hour session. That wraps it up for this week. So let's get on with this week's episode with Brody and Roger Cook from Lucent Globe. <laughs> I am totally thrilled to welcome to the microphone Brody and Roger from Lucent Globe. How are you guys going? Yeah, very well, thank you. Thanks for having us. Now, you guys were introduced to me via Michael Fennick from the Endgame Network, who's actually running the Southern Seller Fest with Jamie Paros next week. Um, so, looking forward, I'm looking forward to heading up there. I don't know if you guys, I don't think you're going, are you? Nah, nah. Just down to Sydney? Because you're up in Brisbane, aren't you, or Gold Coast somewhere? Yeah, Gold Coast based. Coast, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, you've got an awesome business. Tell us what, you, what it is that you guys sell. Um, yeah, so we sell these things called um, detergent sheets. Mm. So, they're pretty much... Um, uh, yeah, I guess an alternative to traditional laundry and dishwashing detergents, which, you, you know, you'll find come in plastic packaging, you know, extremely wasteful, big bulky bottles for your, your laundry liquids and, you know, some pretty nasty ingredients in there too. So yeah, pretty much coming in with a, a, um, a more natural sort of detergent that is, you know, packaged without plastic and it's just an all round better choice for cleaning your clothes and your dishes. Fantastic. Because it, it's also cheaper, right? Like it seems to be per wash and stuff, like compared to like laundry pods and things like that, it's heaps cheaper. Yeah, yeah, especially in the um, dishwashing category. Um, dishwashing pods in Australia are just insanely overpriced. So, um, yeah. yeah, we come in, you know, up to five times cheaper than like, you know, big names on the shelf. So it's, <laughs> it's um, yeah, quite a, quite a contrast. It is. Um, how did you guys get into it? Because you're both obviously brothers. Um, I don't know if people are listening, they can't see, but <laughs> on the podcast, the audio version, but uh, twin brothers. So um, you're based up in Queensland. How did you both come up with this idea to start this business? Um, yeah, it was kind of like a, I guess it was a kind of a long, long plan. Yeah, long <laughs> journey that sort of started Loose and Globe. Um, mm-hmm. 
we actually went on a trip to Mount Everest back in 2017. And that was a real eye opener for the both of us. Um, just seeing like, you know, this crazy remote places and mm. plastic and, and litter just piled up, you know, on the ground in these little villages. And you're like, it wow. just wasn't at the time we were like, Oh yeah, that's pretty bad. But you know, coming back to Australia and then sort of, you know, going and doing our regular jobs for a couple of years, mm. um, we sort of was, yeah, it was more of like a, we want to start a business. Let's do something that's actually going to make a difference. Yeah. Um, and that was always at the forefront. And then sort of after researching and, you know, finding out the, the, the stats on how big a polluters the, you know, the laundry and dishwashing detergents actually are. Yeah. Um, we, could, we sort of, you know, came across a product that could really solve that problem. That's um, fantastic. And that's where it started. Yeah, because, I mean, the laundry and dishwashing industry, <laughs> they've, they've got a lot of plastic. Uh, they also, you know, pollute the waterways as well with a lot of phosphates and things like that. So, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to probably get myself in trouble for bagging them out too much. But, uh, yeah, I really like your product. So it's, it's wonderful to work with you and help you with your Amazon business as well, both um, in Australia and um, you're setting up where we're, we're working together to get you set up in the United States right now. So hopefully we can take the US by storm as well with your fantastic yeah. brand. Yeah, so, we're super excited. Yeah, <laughs> just got a few brand registry issues we're working through at the moment. That's okay. And uh, yeah, we'll get you set up and, and hopefully get you launched and, and up and running in the United States. And yeah, it's a massive market over there for the laundry detergent sheets. And this, um, I guess the thing that's really exciting me is that you're really developing a new category, aren't you, around the, um, the dishwashing detergent sheets, right? So that's, um, that's not a hugely, I guess there's not a lot of search volume around that, but I'm really hoping that we can work together to create the category for you in that space and so yeah. you become category leaders, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. There's there's not much search traffic for it yet in the US, but the the, the traffic for laundry um, detergent sheets specifically in the US is um, off yeah, much much bigger than Australia. Um, so we're pretty confident we can go replicate the same thing. That's right. Yeah, I mean, we're going to be. I've got some strategies around how you know we're going to get in the weeds here a bit, but we will we'll step back and take a, a helicopter view in a minute. But the way that I'm looking to really promote your new dishwashing detergent sheets is to do a lot of cross-selling between the laundry and promoting the dishwashing, um, you know, on your listing. So using sponsored displays and a whole bunch of other tactics that we'll get into uh, as we go, you and I, uh, you, you guys and me. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting journey. What really excites me, though, is how you've been able to grow this business and the way that you've grown the business here in Australia to begin with. So do you want to talk about how you have marketed the business you know, whether it's a combination of traditional marketing, but you also do a lot of social media. So can you break that down for me? I know it's a lot of questions in one question, but <laughs> have you done it? Yeah, um, I guess it's, we sort of try to break it into two separate categories, one being paid ads, the other being organic. Yeah, yeah. So I guess on a, on a paid ads perspective, um, and, and again, both of them really tie in quite closely together because we, we find a lot of organic content works well uh, for paid ads uh, because people these days are sick of seeing, you know, traditional ads that feel like ads. Yeah. It's more of a we want to provide a little bit of entertainment slash education um, mm. and, and, you know, hit, serve people with something that doesn't feel like an ad. Yeah. So it's kind of been a long process, like uh, particularly when we first started, like we didn't have any experience so it was a lot of trial and error, losing, you know, 
losing quite a bit initially because we just had no idea how to run ads on Facebook or mm. um, those sorts of platforms. Um, but eventually over time, we've sort of built up a lot of uh, knowledge in those areas and we've been able to sort of tie in both organic and paid content and really um, scale it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, because they're really snappy as well. Like you do a bit of stuff on TikTok as well, don't you? you yeah, know, yeah. We're, we're pretty um, – we've been working on TikTok for probably about – Nearly a year now, but um, mm. it's uh, it definitely was never um, we were never doing as well as we are now. Obviously, when we started out, uh, we were two people who were terrified of being on camera, um, and it took <laughs> us yeah probably ten months I think before we kind of really cracked what we needed to do on on social media. And um, from there, yeah, we've just been. Um, I think what we've done well is just we've tried everything. Yeah. Um, well, not everything yet, but we just keep doing different things and we're kind of doing it our own way and we're not sitting back and, and letting others dictate what we do. We're just, we're just going for it. So what's the, what were some of the things that didn't work um, and what are the learnings that you had from your journey, you know, sort of trying to hit that sweet spot that you're sort of arriving at at the moment? Like what, what, what can we learn from some of the mistakes or the, the things that didn't work from your side? Um, yeah, well, I'd say the, the main thing is to just like, it's very basic, but it's like, just try anything. As soon as you got the idea, just try it. Like, I think initially we sat around for months sort of contemplating, oh, should we get on, get in front of the, you know, camera and post some stuff on social media? We were very reluctant. And I think if, if you just take those chances earlier, Mm -hmm. um, you know, even if they don't work, you find out quicker, um, So I think like that's that's a big one. Mm. Then also I think the way that most people advertise is sort of you've got to get people's attention and it's harder than ever with particularly with TikTok. It's like people are scrolling, you know, if they don't like something within a second, like they're gone. Mm. Yeah. Um, So it's like a real emphasis on that first sort of hook or part of the video that is, you know, you need to capture someone and it's a matter of figuring out just doing whatever sort of is required to get that attention yeah, um, is super important. Mm. What about things like influencers and things like that? Do you go out and try and actively prospect for influencers to work with you? Yeah, so we, we've, we've done a couple of different approaches. Um, early days at Lucent Globe, um, which I guess was only like a year and a half ago now, but mm. we were essentially we, we tried a lot of influencer outreach Um we were hitting yeah hundreds and hundreds of influencers, but we found that it, you know, and probably a there's probably a double-edged sword in that we were probably working with you know people on a gifting basis, so we weren't getting, I guess, yeah, the highest quality. But also our website wasn't optimized. We were still pretty early days, so we didn't see, I guess, the returns that we'd hoped. Mm. Um, but it's something that we're constantly looking at, even at the moment. Mm-hmm. But we're aware that you know the brand is kind of at the moment somewhat reliant on on Brody and I to to be kind of in the content and and be the faces there. But it's something where we're looking at more and more um, at the moment. Yeah. What are the channels that you got? I mean, we talked about TikTok, but what other channels? Oh, you mentioned Facebook as well. So, are there any others that you guys operate in? Um, I mean, yeah, we keep it pretty simple. Like, fa- I mean, Facebook, Instagram is sort of the the same thing, all under yeah. meta ads. Um, we do a little bit on Google, but our sort of philosophy is let's do one thing and let's do it as well as we can. So that, that main thing at the moment is 
meta ads, so Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Um, and that's where we really focus quite heavily. Okay. And what? how much do you spend each month, you know, like on ads and things like that to promote your content? Are you, are you happy to share on? You don't, you don't have to if you um, don't want to. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely increasing a lot. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, um, you, you know, it's it's six figures, at, you know, good six yeah. figures a month sort of spend. So we're we're really ramping it up quite a lot. And yeah. it's a matter of, um, for us at the moment, we're in like a pretty solid growth phase. So mm. our focus is a lot on just acquiring new customers and building up that awareness so that we can sort of educate yeah. people because it is a new product. Um, mm. and there's a lot of education that needs to go in. Absolutely. What about, uh, I'm assuming then YouTube's sort of not, not really on your radar at the moment. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something that, again, um, all these things were kind of always in the back of our minds, but it's, mm. it's more or less just focusing on one and, and having a real good crack at that and, yeah, yes, uh, honing in on, on what we do well. Um, but definitely as we kind of build out our team and um, mm. continue growing, their, their um, I guess, avenues will go into quite a lot more. Yeah, explore those too. Because you've yeah. sort of got the content. I know you do a lot of your content in a sort of the portrait um yeah, because <laughs> you have for the TikTok and the, and whatever, but uh, you got all the content there. It, um, seems like a logical step then to create out, you know, grow a little YouTube channel. Um, how many followers do you have on TikTok? And, on TikTok, and, I yeah. think we're sitting around fifty five thousand followers on TikTok. Oh my God, and then, it's um, huge! I think Instagram, Instagram's getting close to ninety, um, <laughs> ninety thousand. That is amazing, and then. How do you keep feeding the engine? Like what's your content schedule look like in terms of, you know, just, I don't know, are you guys going to be doing something today or do you just once a week you do something or? Uh, so content is, I would say, is the key to kind of what we do here. Um, every day is, is kind of a focus on content. Um, mm-hmm. I guess we've we've seen firsthand the results of uh, what good content can do and mm. I don't think we'd be, yeah, sitting in the position we are if we hadn't have been focusing so heavily on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, pretty much every day we're, we're filming, we're coming up with new ideas. We've got two great content um, guys working with us, uh, Jordo and Jai. And right. um, every day is just, you know, kind of on your toes. We're just seeing what, what works, what doesn't. And just, yeah, it's pretty, um, I yeah. guess, uh, what would you say? <laughs> yeah. We just, we just try to move fast. Yeah. I think like if someone's got mm. an idea, we just, try and execute pretty quickly just jump on it yeah that's fantastic what about things like attribution so you've got ninety thousand followers on instagram you do a post today or you do some kind of video on tiktok how do you measure the success of that post to understand you know is, is that particular content hitting its mark yeah i mean it's a good question because it's very hard to attribute any sort of sales to particularly organically we yeah. we struggled to you don't necessarily see the um, direct results from mm. it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of our sort of paid ads overlap with some of our organic. So y- mm. you can never really tell completely. We have sort of implemented a post-purchase survey, which we've had running for probably six months. So if someone sort of purchases, they'll get hit with a little survey afterwards, which they don't have to complete. Yeah. Um, we find about 50% of people will will submit it. And then it's just like, where, you know, where did you come from or mm. how did you hear about us? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we find that works well to just get a, a, a good gauge on where the majority of our customers are coming from. Yeah. 
That's a great. In saying that, it does. It still doesn't split up the organic versus paid. Versus paid, yeah. So uh, I'm assuming that you're running kind of you know Google Analytics and that sort of stuff. You know, you're tagging up each of the posts to sort of see whether that particular post has resulted in X amount of sales and sort of tying it back to revenue. It, to be honest, no. Um, yeah. We don't. Right. We need our, to sort. <laughs> we've kind of got a gauge on where our organic. I guess we can track through that post purchase survey where organic mm. TikTok is driving sales. Uh, um, so we can kind of get a percentage on that, yeah. which we find is extremely low um, compared to obviously Meta. But yeah, we we don't think about making our organic posts to drive sales. We mm. more are thinking about how can we build our brand and yeah. kind of share a story whilst also yeah providing some education and tips on on the, the products and obviously a bit about sustainability. Fantastic. What, uh, things like marketplace versus website, I'm assuming that the vast majority is going through your website. You're driving all of this traffic back to the site? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, well, yeah, 100% of our traffic is just from paid ads. It's just pumping through the uh, through our website. Yeah, and then because last year you had a dabble on, on Amazon Australia, didn't you? That, that sort of did okay, it looked like. Yeah, yeah. I think we we tried it. It would have been about a year ago, maybe yeah. over a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, we sort of had no idea what we were doing. We were like, oh, let's just get some into get some <laughs> yeah. into Amazon. Um, obviously, back then as well, the demand was again it was far newer back then than it is now. So mm. the demand was was um, was less, and yeah. you know, we as a brand, we weren't very recognizable yet. Um, yeah. So we sort of we dabbled in that for a bit sent some stuff to FBA and I think we sold through maybe might have been a hundred about a hundred units that's right yeah um and yeah didn't, we, didn't take that, too long yeah we we just got super busy doing everything else and <laughs> just put on the back burner until pretty much now <laughs> yeah that's where I come in I suppose yeah uh, I was going to ask as well about um sort of email marketing and things like that sort of more you know EDMs and all that stuff so obviously you've I'm assuming from all the customers that you have that the email list is enormous. <laughs> so do you do email marketing at all to, to try and bring peeps back to the website? Yeah, yeah. We we focus a lot on EDMs, um, particularly lately as we've we've grown that email list quite dramatically in the last six months. Um, How big is it? I think it's sitting around about 130,000. Oh, my God. What would I give? Okay, yep. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> It's getting pretty big and um, it's more so, you know, capitalizing on mm. the, I guess, the, the the customers that we've already got in. Like if, if we can get people in, even if they don't buy and, you know, they're signing up for emails, then mm. at least we have another form of, you know, acquiring those customers and, and educating them as well, yeah. Um, yeah. which is obviously far cheaper than paid ads. That's right. So and you're, how often are you emailing uh, your list? Is that once a week or once a month? Or um, it, we we do segment people up quite a lot. Okay. Um, so we we try to send out about two campaigns a week. Um, so good. they could that could be anything from a, a. We find a lot of success in we have a weekly newsletter, which is just more around the community aspect of like here's what's been going on each week. Yeah. Um, we find that does very well. I think it just ties back into that not selling. Yeah. Um, kind of feeling where if we just kind of send out a weekly newsletter being like, hey, here's what we're up to, um, here's mm-hmm. what's going on. And then, yeah, I think people really 
enjoy that type of content and then um, the results just come off the back of just, yeah, putting it. Yeah. I have to, I'm going to make a confession here. I've not signed up for your email newsletter. So I'm feeling pretty bad about that. I'll sort that out as straight after this call. You're missing out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I want to see what you guys are up to. Uh, I, you know, as I said off air, this is a fairly selfish podcast for me because um, I've got this new product. I've shared it with you guys. Um, it's in the barbecue space. I think it's going to do really well being demonstrated and potentially on TikTok and then potentially advertising on Meta and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm really keen. That's why I'm sort of, you know, really trying to break down exactly how you guys done this. So we'll uh, yep. uh, really appreciate your time. <laughs> um, do you do any SEO? Like, do you, you know, how do you rank on Google for, for various keywords and things like that? Or it's not uh, not that serious for you? Um, yeah, we, we do a bit of SEO work. We, we work with an agency. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, myself and Rog, we yeah. have no idea. pretty much no background <laughs> in um, SEO, link building, um, any yeah. of that sort of coding on the back end of the website um, mm. outside of our expertise we yeah. are finding good improvements we still make a lot of just rookie mistakes um, <laughs> like changing your whole website up without even without, thinking about SEO yeah Ooh, just completely yeah. thanking so we we do still make mistakes that's for sure <laughs> but you know I think um, we, we do get a fair amount of traffic so mm. um, and a lot of engaged traffic so um, particularly for like laundry sheets search terms we're, we're pretty high that's um, great we, we rank probably top three um in australia for quite a lot of uh, yeah. relevant search terms like laundry detergent sheets and yeah. dishwashing detergent sheets stuff like that i think you're number one for that last yeah. time I yeah. which is awesome yeah i mean look my background was seo before i kind of got into this crazy amazon business yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's really i'm just going to say this out loud it's really important when you decide to restructure the website or relaunch a website <laughs> that you do what's called 301 redirect mapping so you take old urls and then you redirect them permanently to a, a corresponding new URL or a new website page so that, yeah, they're not breaking <laughs> when you yeah. launch the new site. <laughs> uh, if you don't do that, then you, you're going to lose a heap of traffic because, uh, yeah, 404 errors are not good. So what's next for you guys then in terms of what, what does the future hold, do you think? Yeah, so um, obviously kind of each day we're just trying to hang on as best we can and, and grow as fast as we can. But yeah. we've got a lot of new products in the works. Um, we're investing quite heavily in, in R&D and mm-hmm. want to stay at the forefront of, I guess, that detergent sheet technology, but also coming up with, with new products that no one's ever seen before. Um, That's exciting. So we've got some pretty exciting plans. Um, mm. And then I guess apart from that, uh, I'm just trying to reach into new marketplaces um, like Amazon and, mm-hmm. and um, dipping into different markets. Like we've just um, entered into New Zealand a couple of weeks ago and um, oh. and obviously looking towards um, bigger things like the US and um, potentially, yeah, into Europe. So you guys are fulfilling from your own, you know, storage facility with 3PL or whatever. Yep. Um, you must have a bit of a handle on how many customers you're getting from, you know, I know the USA Presumably, you had quite a few coming in from New Zealand as well. Um, is that the reason why you, you're starting to move into those markets? Because you've actually got customers purchasing from the website in, from those places? or Yeah, I, I think we found a, actually quite a bit through our organic content that countries, particularly like New Zealand, there's always people commenting being like, oh, when are you guys going to ship to New Zealand? And, uh-huh. um, those sorts of things, which New Zealand is, now that we've got it set up, it's mm-hmm. definitely a lot more straightforward than you know, some other countries, like, for example, going into the US, um, yeah. we can just ship from here and get pretty good shipping times and rates. 
which definitely mm. helps make that switch to to yeah to New Zealand quite seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's great. You, yeah, yeah. Mm. I guess yeah. We, it's it's off to a great start though, which is fantastic. So um, that's sort so, of why we're more bullish on expanding further. So we don't sort of um, dip too far into. Um, as long as it doesn't compromise what we're doing here in Australia. No, totally. Yeah. So it, let's just get to the nuts and bolts in New Zealand now because I'm quite curious about this. So you have set up in New Zealand. Does that mean that you've got inventory sitting there with a 3PL? So you're actually de- fulfilling domestically there or you're still fulfilling those orders from Australia? Just fulfilling from here in Australia. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. OzPost has a pretty good setup mm-hmm. with New Zealand Post. So it's it, you can get some pretty good shipping times over to New Zealand. And presumably pretty good rates as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice one. Um, and then, of course, from the US, we can, once we've got inventory with FBA, we can be using the multi channel fulfillment system that Amazon offers over there. And we can be um, shipping orders that you take through your website using Amazon as a 3PL, I guess. So we'll explore yeah. that when that all happens as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny now that we're in each other's world, I've started looking at a lot of the different brands. And Joe, my partner, Joe, um, is really huge on eco friendly products and she's got her favorite brands. And uh, it's funny how, you know, I've really started to understand that whole ecosystem and how some of these other brands, I'm not going to mention their name on on this podcast, but how some of these other brands have successfully done what you guys have sort of taken that path. They might be a bit further along. So they've built their brand and then they've started to add other products to their range, um, which some of which are, you know, pretty standard type of products, but because of the branding, um, you know, they're, they're able to charge a premium. So I think the path that you guys are taking with your new products that you, you know, that you're about to um, launch, I suppose, or you're certainly developing, um, associating those new products with these, you know, with your brand, it's huge opportunity for you. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a big part of what I'm really, really amazed by how you've been able to grow your brand so big, so quickly. Yeah. No, we're still um, possible. We're super excited about, yeah, especially our new products coming. Um, mm. I think we're getting to a point where people are starting to recognize the Lucent Globe name and the brand and I guess what we stand for. So yeah, um, we're excited to um, get those new products in, in front of people. That's fantastic. Well done, lads, both of you. <laughs> it's great to be working with you. Hey, um, all right, well, let's wrap this up. I, I know we're both, you guys have got to get some content out today. I've got to get back to what I'm doing, but um, I do want to say a massive thanks. How do we get in touch with you if we wanted to do that? Um, yeah, I guess you can find us on pretty much all the socials. Mm-hmm. Um, I think our our username is always going to be just Loose and Globe um, okay. on pretty much anything. Yeah, so we're pretty active on particularly Instagram and TikTok. Um, yeah. So feel free to send us a message. Um, we'll try and reply as quick as possible and um, mm. try to reply to every comment uh, as best as we can. Brilliant. <laughs> Good on you guys. Well, thanks again, Heaps, for coming on the show and, um, yeah, telling your story. It's amazing. Well done. Yeah, awesome. No. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Links and show notes for this episode can be found over at theaustralianseller.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or your favorite podcast platform. Sign up to my email over at theaustralianseller.com and I'll send you a note each time I publish a new podcast episode. Thanks so much again for listening.